Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Okay, there's some turn-on music right here. It is Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios. Brought to you by local Hyundai dealers. Happy Friday. Hopefully you guys are ready to enjoy your weekend. Uh, we now make our way to the rumor mill. What are the latest rumors about the Chicago Bears? And who's talking trash about the amount of money we have and where we we are picking? I shouldn't say we. Where the Chicago Bears are picking. I do feel like a sense of ownership in the number one pick. And, you know, people, it was funny. I was listening. Hey, we all suffered yeah. through a 14-loss season Trust me. to earn that number one pick. So I think, I think, you know, I know we don't normally like to say we here, but. We don't. But we don't in certain circumstances, <laughs> in certain circumstances, I think that, yeah, because we as Bears observers yeah. suffered through it. So I think there's a little bit of ownership. Yeah, it's, we it's as a fan base have the number one pick. We as a fan base. But I was thinking about this because I heard a lot of people just talking about it. Different shows where the draft now is 70 days away. And people were saying how we are going to be inundated with draft coverage. But. It's not because the Bears have the number one pick. Because if the Bears had the number two pick, it'd be the exact same thing. I want to make that very clear. Everyone would be saying these. it would be the same narrative. Bears need to trade down, and maybe they could trade down twice. It'd be the same conversation. It would also be, are you just going to take Will Anderson or Jalen Carter at number two? Like It'd be the same conversation. Nothing different is happening here. So I don't think you're getting more coverage or things are getting crazier because of that. But. There is one analyst who, again, threw his name in the trade Justin Fields hat, and it is none other than Todd McShay. The presence he has in the pocket, the ability to feel pressure coming, the ability to make to see the whole field and make all the throws with really good touch and timing, he's different than all these other guys. Personally, I would take Bryce Young if I was Chicago. I would do it. Because I would want Bryce Young because I think he's an upgrade over Justin Fields. And I want his rookie contract so I have five years. Wrong, 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 wrong. (laughs) Wrong, 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 wrong. Seems like the obvious answer is that he's wrong. But Here's the thing that triggers me most when people, and and sorry, I know know you have something to say. I got you, I got you. But the thing that triggers me the most when people talk about why they should move on, the Bears should move on from Justin Fields, is the idea that, oh, you reset the rookie contract and now you have five years instead of what the Bears really have is three years, mm-hmm. assuming they pick up the, the fifth-year option. option. Mm-hmm. 
which is still a good amount of time. That's three years is plenty of time to build a good team with all the resources that the team now has. And here's the other thing. At some point, you want to be good, right? At some point, you want to stop re- just resetting that rookie contract because I know that it's valuable to have a good rookie, co- sure. rookie quarterback on a rookie deal. But at some point, you're going to have to have a quarterback that you have to pay. And I think they have one now. So why keep putting that? Or They potentially have one now. So why keep, like, you just keep kicking the can down the road, right? Yeah. It's, I, I don't like that argument. I think that it's for the exact word that you just used, which is potentially. And I think that not enough Bears fans are fearful of the outcome when, if, if Justin, in fact, is a mediocre quarterback. And I think that most Bears fans, and that's what we do, and it's, as you should as a fan base, you support the guy that's on the center for you. We love them when we... We propel them to, and catapult them to, to the top, and we praise them for, for something that they've yet to do. We do it with our defense. We do it with our basketball players, our baseball players, and we did it with Mitch Trubisky, and now we're doing it with Justin Fields. So we're blinded just a little bit. And that's, that's something that I've been trying to like talk to Bears fans about where it's like, don't sit up here and tell me that you are 100% confident that Justin Fields is the man and he's going to be better than Bryce Young. Like anyone that says that is blinded by their fans. And that's my point, right? Like there has to be a level like of of or some sort of percentage that exists that that is is the fear that Bryce Young or CJ Stroud for that matter or Will Levis, whoever it is, anybody coming out of this draft class is better than Justin Fields and that Justin Fields doesn't become the man. Like there should be some sort of percentage that exists there so that when guys like Todd McShay, McShay say these kinds of things like yo, you should trade Justin Fields or and draft Bryce Young, it's like you don't want to call him like a full-fledged idiot because he might be right in five years, but but you do want to say, nah, you know what? I prefer this route over the other. Like that's how you should address that conversation. I prefer – I'm a gambling man, and I'm betting on Justin Fields. Yeah, Bryce Young might be better. Yeah, he might have two more years of control. But you know what? I'm tired of losing, and I'd I rather the three-year pressure window exist right now for Ryan Poles – and for Matt Eberflus to get the job done, to fix it right now. And here's the the other side of this when it comes to that that five-year rookie contract, which I agree is to having a good quarterback on his rookie deal is the most valuable thing an NFL team can have. Mm-hmm. However, if your front office is competent and you and you you pay your quarterback and he's not like a a Derek Carr kind of guy that you pay a ton of money, but he's not really the guy that's he's good, but he's not lifting your team. Sure. Then, if you pay the right guy, if your front office front office is competent, we just saw it. Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes has seventeen percent of their cap space, and it's the most cap space a quarterback on a Super Bowl winning team has ever had. So if you're, they showed, they have showed that you can still do this even when your quarterback is paid. You have to draft well, though. Yeah, and and if you have. Uh, what what most consider is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play football. Well, there's there's that <laughs> there is that. There's that you have to part you have like, to have like, best which again like there. if if you have if you're paying the guy he's got to right. be the difference maker. And I think that's the point right where you have to make sure that your guy is that dude. And I, I think what Todd McShay and others are saying is that from the body of work that exists from Justin Fields, there's nothing there that says he is in fact. A Patrick Mahomes type, Jalen Hurts type guy, and you might want to roll the dice to somebody else because seven for twenty one for seventy five yards in your last game of the season isn't enough for it. So I get it, but you know, you just need for me. It's the assets. I got to be very honest. If I would have to line up, like I'm, I'm not sitting here and being like, nah, you can't trade Justin Fields. 
Like if somebody put together some one of those stupid packages like for Kevin Durant where they're giving you, you know, four or five first round picks, like how can you like if Atlanta comes and Atlanta doesn't get Lamar Jackson, let's say, and they just they're like, I don't care. Arthur Banks is just like, I don't care. I want Justin Fields, and I'm willing I, for short term success. I'm willing to give up my long term future in the form of draft picks. You gotta look at that, especially if like Indianapolis is like, here's a second, third rounder, and you know, one first for the number one pick in the draft. You might you might have to just consider it. See, I'm with you. Yeah, if someone blows you away and right. you just can't say no, and then you maintain the number one pick and you can take you know, whoever yeah. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. Then yeah, like yeah, I agree with that logic. I don't think anyone is lining up three first round picks for Justin Fields though. Right. That's what we hope. We hope not. I love that Justin Fields uh, when he was talking to uh, the Barstool guys. He's like, when they asked him what he would do with the number one pick in the draft, he's like, well, I wouldn't trade Justin Fields. <laughs> he's like, I loved hearing that. He's like, well, and he's, and he's saying, take. Me. I want to take my Ohio State my homie, teammate. Yeah, my homie Jackson Smith and Jake, but who, who should be around in the second round? And I'm sure the I'm sure the Bears will do their due due diligence, but. If they end was, up with a pick early in the second round and he's there, I think you take him. Yeah, you have to. And I think it was interesting to hear what he said about Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver for the Ohio State Buckeyes, who didn't play much this year because he was injured. He talked about the separation that he got. And I think that when you when you listen to Justin Fields, you have to hear how he talks about the offense because you can find where the voids are in his mind. And when he talks about a wide receiver like JSN, creating space for himself and, and saying that he could do it better than anybody else. Clearly that's what he feels like he's missing from these, from these guys right now. Oh, you do got that cut. Oh, let's play that right there. Let's hear some uh, Justin Fields right now. I'm going with my man, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, oh. You know, I've seen, I've seen him in action. I've seen how he can separate himself like that. And, you know, his just body control is, is crazy. And, you know, he didn't get to play this past year. He didn't get to show what he could do. So, um, you know, I'm hoping he falls to us somehow. But I don't yeah. know. But we do have, you know, some some help that we need on in the in the trenches. So, you know, a lot of people are talking about us taking Jalen Carter or uh, Will Anderson uh, Jr. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I'm guessing we'll get one of those guys and, you know, maybe some guys in free agency. But, you know, one guy that I would love to have is uh, Jack and Smith. And Jake. Justin Fields right there talking to the Barstool guys. And, you know, he seems very confident and just open and casual in talking to them. And, you would hope that they do go get somebody to make them feel better. You want your quarterback to be performing at a high level. Kind of like Patrick Mahomes. Even though he got rid of uh, his number one target in Tyreek Hill, it allowed him to kind of spread the ball a little bit around and make their their offense unpredictable. And he actually had a chance to talk with uh, the Kelsey brothers about uh, you know his start. And he, and he had something really cool to say about Matt Nagy and how Matt Nagy, who seems like a straight, like a straight and narrow, a straight and narrow guy, like Helped him cheat during the draft process. You got to listen to this. The first day that I met Coach Reed was at the facility. We had like the uh, meetings, like the top 30 visits. So I was in there for like five hours. Just He's just going grilled. through plays, going through plays. And uh, I'm going just going to give you all the inside scoop. Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator then, he really liked me. So he gave me the plays they were going to go over the night before. So Coach Reed's finding out here live on New Heights podcast. Oh, my gosh. Matt Nagy. <laughs> How could you? Let's go. And yeah, so, of course, I crushed the meeting. I stayed up all night studying those plays. <laughs> it's like, man, this kid is locked in. We got ourselves a winner here. <laughs> <laughs> 
as the process went on, I got a feeling that I was kind of going up in the draft. I had a couple of teams that said they were going to draft me, and I mean, that's true. Like, it's not like these coaches are making that up. I talked to them uh, during the draft process, and they were like, hey, if you're there, we're going we're gonna to take you. I kind of gave a little inside info to the, the Chiefs, and I was like, hey, if y'all let me go anywhere below. At the time, I didn't know about the Saints, but I was like, if y'all let me go 12 or below, I'm going to get drafted by someone else. You drafted? That was uh, <laughs> that was Patrick Mahomes talking about Matt Nagy. Let's let's live in this space for a second. Let's go back to our club dub era as Bears fans. Think about Matt Nagy coming to the Bears after having liked Patrick Mahomes so much that you gave him the answers to the test so he can impress your coach and Andy Reid in the present, and then you become the coach of the Chicago Bears, a team who you probably thank the heavens above. That not only did they trade up, but that they ended up taking Mitchell Trubisky instead of your guy, the one that you wanted. And then Patrick Mahomes is telling you, hey, man, there are some other teams that are talking about taking me. And as we heard on Parkins and Spiegel when they talked to Pat Mahomes Sr., that team was the Bears. And then you, you're Matt Nagy and you come to the Bears and you get Mitchell Trubisky. You think they're idiots. And then you got to coach this guy he, did, he most certainly didn't want. I promise you he didn't give the answers to the test to Mitch Trubisky. And here's this leads us to the the this is the the interesting thing in the past year since Matt Nagy got fired. I think we've seen more and more the dysfunction that actually existed on that team when he was there that they did a good job of not letting get out. There was a lot more dysfunction in the locker room than we realized. There was dysfunction in the front office and I don't think based on everything that we've heard since then Matt Nagy ever ever liked Trubisky, which no. means at some point in the Time that Matt Nagy was here prior to 2021 when they took Justin Fields, they should have taken another quarterback in the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we always thought that. But they, again, you got to win the you got to win the press conferences in these situations. What would it look like if Matt Nagy a year after having Mitch Trubisky is like, eh, we're taking we're using a third round pick on, on the quarterback? Cut they should have. Cut throat. They should have. Hey, right. hey, listen, like we got to you got to make you got to keep you have to make strong decisions if you're a GM. And it would have been it would have been situations. true. Sorry. No, you're good. It, it would have been true to what Ryan Pace said in his introductory press conference was was he believes in taking a quarterback every year. Yeah. Yeah, but as we've learned, you know, people fall in love with their guys. And they hope that that's true for even the current GM, Ryan Poles. We've seen how he's treated some of his draft picks, but we'll we'll be able to see more of that as the season continues. A couple of uh, Bears updates. Bears releasing Al-Kadi Muhammad, uh, the DN that they brought in to kind of, you know, hold down the, the, the fort for a little bit, saving $3 million in cash space. Bears trying to get over that $100 million threshold, so that's going to be a good one, uh, important for that. Uh, and then some other things that are out there is that uh, people keep feeling like the, the Colts are the number one team to move up. They don't care. They're like, we're doing it. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Bears, in fact, can get some sort of King's ransom for that number one pick. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez. Uh, we're going to go over to the Bulls before we uh, wrap this whole thing up. I'm hanging out with you guys till 9 o'clock. Bulls losing yesterday to the Milwaukee Bucks. There is... There's one player who I love on this team who I feel like I've I've had it with. I'll tell you who that is on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We got to stop beating ourselves. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a recurring theme. Um, I think 1 through 15, you know, the guys are obviously tired of losing and, and, and the miscues, um, especially in games that we're, that we're leading. So find a way to, you know, hold on to it and then just continue to compete. Zach Levine right there talking about this Chicago Bulls team, which how frustrating are they, man? 112 to 100, they lose yesterday to the Milwaukee Bucks. Tough game to watch. Giannis leaves early. In the first half, Bulls can't seem to to beat a super bench team, even without DeMar DeRozan. But they didn't have Chris Middleton. They didn't have Bobby Portis. They didn't have three other starters. And the Bulls still couldn't do anything. And if you look at the Bulls, they haven't scored over 30 points in like four, in a quarter, in four games. Like, this again. Well, they scored 39 in the first quarter on Wednesday. Okay. So one quarter. But other than that, that's it. And you look at this team and you think to yourself, it's 2023, you got to be able to put points on the board. And it's been frustrating. Frustrating to watch this team. And I had two thoughts. And, and my first that I'm going to begin with has to do with the direction of the team for the remainder of the season. My Bulls fans that are out there, I'm curious what you think. Because I know what I think. And the phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. When you look at this Bulls team, they're 11th in the NBA right now. Not even in the playing situation. Would you prefer that they that they just continue to lose, leave leave Demar injured, and find themselves in, in the sweepstakes for the top pick in the draft? Because they got to give it up if it's not top, if it's top four protected. So, but the opportunity, the the ability to land in that top four to get a guy like Scoot Henderson, that some are saying is the best point guard in the draft, to get a guy like Victor Wembanyama, a big that can score, stretch the floor, play defense, or do you think that? No, Gabe, we want to see playoff basketball. Too much to risk there if they don't end up in the top four. So would you rather them 
sneak into the playoffs right now, or would you rather them lose and get into that lottery space? 312-644-6767. We'd love to take calls. Phone lines are open. You could text in as well. I I had thought, regardless of what I thought about the construct of the team, I thought it was best if they ended up in the playoffs. I thought it was. But then these last two games, they frustrated me to White Sox 2022 levels where I've been riding with this team. I, I, I'm i a big believer in Zach Levine. I thought DeMar being out would allow him to, to thrive in this kind of environment. And if you watch the game yesterday and the game against Indiana for that matter, Zach Levine has issues going to the left. And the reason I bring this up is because I, I just want you to watch the game through my lens. And I love Zach Levine. I think he is a top tier. I think he's a superstar in the NBA because of his style of play. He can get to the cup however he wants. He can hit the back, step back three. He, he can hit the mid-range. So I think he's a superstar in that sense because he can score from all three levels. But these last couple of games, man, I'm like, yo, I, I talked with Cody Westlin, our, our, our Bulls insider and our sports editor here at The Score, on the show the other day, and we were talking about his turnovers when he jumps in the air. He finds himself in the air too often. You're a superstar. Shoot the damn ball. And then when he comes to the left, like when you're going to the left, you see him try to pull back with the right and hit it off the glass too much. And then you watch Grayson Allen yesterday do the exact same thing, get to the cup, and when he goes to the left, what does he do? He puts the ball on the platter and just lays it up with his left. And that's all I'm asking for, simple things like that. Cody also pointed out something that was significant about you know, the difference when you're looking at a guy like LeBron James and that he goes to the cup, but he can anticipate what's about to happen so well. So he either makes the right pass or makes the right shot. And Zach, whether it's a, a bad shot while driving to the left or jumping in the air and creating a turnover, that's too many possessions with a bad outcome. And so, again, I ask you Bulls fans out there, you know, after, like I said, I've reached 2022 White Sox level of frustration with this team. And I hate talking like that. I'm more upset that I'm that upset than I am about being upset about the Bulls. But I'm here. And so I ask you, would you rather them just fall into the lottery category and keep losing? Or do you want to see them just fight a little bit more? Because you know they're probably going to blow up the team in the offseason. Let's go to the phones. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Frank out in Ukrainian Village. Before I ask you about Zach Levine, Frank, are you a Fatso's last stand kind of a guy? Or or where? Yeah, I'm right around the corner from okay. that place. It's, or are you Odges? Are you Odges or are you Fatso's? Honestly, I never tried Odges, but Dude. I always drive past it. They go close there. really early. They That's do, because the they got the best food there. Go there. Trust me. Take a lunch break over all there. All right, all right. I'll take it out. All I'll right, all right. So uh, what's your comments on Zach Levine, Frank? So I think Zach Levine is like literally trying to undermine Billy Donovan, and I'm mm. not a defender of Billy Donovan. But when he comes out and says that, you know, we don't have an identity on offense, um, that's the job of the max player to provide the identity of an offense. And I can't wait till the off season when they blow this up. I don't care what they do for the rest of the season. This was a lost cause. Um, I, w- I was hopeful with AK, but Lonzo has never played more than, like, I think 60 games in any season. 
And Zach, they should have traded before they got to the point where they had to give him a max. Yeah. The, the good thing they did was get the mark. He has trade value. Um, and I will just say this. If the reports are true that the Knicks were willing to give up three firsts and uh, Obi Toppin. Can't believe uh, everything Rose, you read, Frank. Can't believe everything you read. That's too much right there. Know, but, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before you leave, before I let you go. Do you want them in the play-in or do you want them trying to get into the playoffs? I, I don't really care. I, this is a, this is a disgusting team, led by Zach Levine, and Zach Levine should have never gotten the max. They should have traded him when they could have. Because we probably be in a because we probably be in a different place right now. I understand, Frank. Thanks for the call. I appreciate you chiming in. I mean, you do bring up one great point in that Zach could be out here trying to undermine Billy Donovan's offense. When you talk about no identity and that being the responsibility of the max contract player. I think that's what Zach is actually referring to. I am the max contract player. I should be defining this 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 offense's identity, and we shouldn't be trying to cater to the rest of the team in order to make everybody feel good. It, then you know what, Zach? Stop being bad in clutch moments, and maybe they'll start doing that a little right. more. And I, but I, and I think right, but I think the counter argument to that is, well, then give me in my rhythm during the game instead of the Bulls being in a bad predicament down 10 and everybody putting the, the game on my shoulders. And now if I don't perform, it looks bad. Cause that's what sometimes I am. I'm a Zach apologist, but I do think that's the case a lot. When DeMar got the ball and there's seven seconds left on the clock because the offense hasn't been working. This one that Billy Donovan's supposed to be creating. And I have zero issues with Billy Donovan. I want to be clear. But when Zach gets the ball with seven seconds left on the shot clock, as a result of that, and he has to take a bad shot it gets magnified because it's like, oh, you took a bad shot. And he's like, well, damn, I got the ball with six seconds left because we were trying to do a DeMar isolation or we were trying to do a pick and roll with Vooch and I'm sitting here in the corner and I finally get the ball as a result of rotation and now I got to take this bad shot. So I think those those things are kind of there too. But again, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about play in or play off. Which do you prefer for the Chicago Bulls? Let's go to Steve out there on the I-55. So do you want the Bulls in the play in or the playoffs? I don't want them in either, to be truthful. I would rather that they don't make it, which I think would really force uh, Arturis's hand to make drastic changes to the team. If they get into the play-in or the playoff, I think that he has the cover to keep things as they are. I don't want that. This, uh, the way that this team is constructed, it's like a bad, it's like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple pieces missing that you can't ever uh, put together complete. Yeah, I hear you, and thanks for the call, Stephen. And I, I, I'm glad that you rolled with my play-in or play-off, but they're the same thing, essentially, in, in, in that sense. No, they're not. But, but play, I wanted play playoffs, the playoffs or the lottery is what I'm really talking about right there. I, I think what I do enjoy that you said, Steve, is the, is the fact that it will it will lead to a, a drastic move by AK. And I think that's the truth. If the Bulls miss the playoffs, because you heard him here on 670, the score, talking to Mullion Hall. That is the goal right now, to get into the playoffs. And, you know, I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and they understand the importance for the Bulls to be in that space, right? Because that's where we were at a couple years ago, missing the playoffs. It's sort of an irrelevant team, and the Bulls have now got back to that space. And so at least you got to make the playoffs so that free agents and other players feel like the Bulls are a piece or two away from getting to that upper echelon of the NBA and I think that's where they're at right now. But I, I do, you know, I, I want them to make the playoffs, but I know they'll just end up in a first-round loss. 
so the lottery to me <clears throat> makes more sense. And especially after as frustrated as I was yesterday, after the Bulls losing to the, the third stream Milwaukee Bucks, I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I hope you guys keep losing. Because when you look at the top eight teams in the, in the, East, in the Eastern Conference right now, I mean, it, it's tough for you to make an argument that the Bulls are as good or better than those teams. It's not Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. It's not Cleveland. I mean, you could try to make an argument, but they have better talent. You'd rather have that team than what the current construct of the Chicago Bulls is right now. Miami, tough argument to make. And then, you know, you can say Brooklyn. I mean, McCall Bridges is a stud. Spencer Dinwiddie came down there and, and shook the team up. They have a, a, a significant lead on the Bulls. So you're really arguing for, like, Brooklyn, Washington, and Toronto, and maybe New York, those four teams. But it's a hard argument you have to make, a strong one, to try to say the Bulls are as good or better than those teams. And so that's why the lottery doesn't, you know, doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. Uh, we're talking if we want the Bulls in the lottery or the playoffs. Let's go to Wilmer on the south side. So, Wilmer, do you want, do you want the Bulls in the lottery or the playoffs? I want them in the lottery, man. They gotta, we gotta get some luck. I mean, let's see if we can can get lucky in the lottery and get a, one of the, I mean, what top four picks, just like way back when we got Derek. But I mean, if well, they go in the playoffs, we don't have three point shooters. That I mean, that's what's going on right now. You're right, three point shooting, Wilmer. Let me ask you this: if if one of the three of the big three, Chicago's big three, was to not be here next year, which would you which would you have it be of those three guys? Lavigne is playing. I mean, it's just like he, he either scoring or every time he gets the ball, he loses the ball. But he's young. And then Lamar, he's showing, he's starting to show some age. I mean, it's so difficult, right? I hear um, you. I hear. Oh, you would say what? Vooch? I would say with Zach. Yeah. Zach. Zach. I got Zach. you. I got you. And I appreciate you, Wilmer, checking in because you're right. I mean, Zach's still young, still has the ability to play well. Demar is showing his age a bit. And Vooch, I do think he's consistent, and AK has shown that he has a, a, an affinity for him, so he's going to be here. But it's a tough, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you know what? I think that they deserve this. They deserve being in the lottery. They don't deserve to be in the plan. You shouldn't backdoor your way into a playing spot. You should be vying for a position in the playoffs, and the Bulls aren't that. And I think that's why they should be in the lottery. Whatever, give them a lottery. Be, give them an opportunity. Who knows? The NBA is rigged when it comes to that, right? They, they write the scripts, don't they? They did that for Derrick Rose to come to the Bulls. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll do something else. Even though I already think that San Antonio Spurs are going to get the number one pick. Victor Wembanyama sounds like a San Antonio Spur, but that still remains to see, be seen. All right, let's take one more. Jake out in Rockford. All right, what do you think? The or what, what position would you rather the Bulls be in? The lottery position or a playoff position? Gabe, the man, the myth, the legend, hey. let me tell you, man. I'm, you know how the Bulls are just like a middle of the – for years it seems like just a middle-of-the-pack team. It's like we're in this endless cycle of mediocrity. It drives me crazy. So I'm kind of how they are as a team. I'm in the middle. I don't care. They can make the playoffs. I'm not going to be happy. They can get in the lottery. I'm not going to be happy. It's like I think it's time <laughs> to blow it up, man. And I also – I was going to see what you think about this, Gabe. To me, it seems like – Zach and Demar, they both obviously Demar is a superstar. Zach, I know you said earlier you think he is. I think he is too. I just don't think they can play together. There's something there. I can't put my finger on it. But when one of them's out, the other just goes crazy. And Vooch, I really like the guy, man. But how how does somebody disappear 
in the second half the way he does. He can have like eight rebounds and 12 points in the first half, and the second half he's just gone sometimes. Not all the time. And, he, you know, it's just I don't know, Gabe. I'm, I'm ready for I, – I, it's like you were asking the question. I can't really even answer it, to be honest with you, because I don't know anymore. I don't – you know, I love the Bulls, but I have no answer, man. Either way, it's either way, I guess. Jake, I appreciate the call, and, I, and I, you know, I think you, you said it best. It, it is how a lot of Bulls fans feel, right? Uh, Jake, I don't know if you heard the story. I was watching the Super Bowl with my dad, and he's the reason why I watch the Bulls. We watch every game together, and I was like, yo, Pops – did you catch the game on Saturday versus the Cavs? He's like, I don't watch the Bulls anymore. <laughs> He's like, they're frustrating to watch. I can't do it. And I'm like, damn, you're right. A lot of people feel like that, just like you, Jake. And so, you know, I can see where you wouldn't care. But you should. You should, You should. for the for the, the better of the team, you should want them to, to get into the lottery and somehow, some way, end up with that first or second pick. Real quick, do you want to do – We used to. this used to be a bit when the Bulls were bad, bad. We oh. always go to Tankathon and see how many spins to get – Oh. The top pick, right? Okay. So okay. this was like four years ago, score stuff. So every, so, right. every day. So you did it already? Oh, no, love, I'm going to do oh. it right now. Okay, okay, I'm going to do okay. it right now. So, you know, right now they would be, would be quote unquote, the seventh seed. Right. That's where they're like at in the, in the standings. So they have to give their pick up to Orlando for that. They have a 32% chance at a top four pick to keep that. Love pick. that. So here we go. I love see roulette. How, see how many spins we're going to get. And nope, didn't get that. They uh, fell back a spot. So that's to one. Eighth? Yep, that's two. They got, uh, they fell back again. All right, so this is it. Third one, 33% chance, nope, one out of every chances. Nope, didn't get nope. it. Nope, lost the spot again. Well, these statistics are off. Four, they got the number one pick. Webanyana. Fourth one? Okay, so fourth 25%. One. So four chance. picks to get a top four, four spins to get a top four pick. I like that. That makes me feel good. I feel like a gambling man, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm in that. I, for the chance at Webanyama or someone like that, yeah, screw it. I, I'd give up the chance to play one game. Because if you get into the playing, dude. You're playing, let's say right now, if they eked into the 12th spot, you're playing Washington for the first game. Kristaps Porzingis has been going crazy. Bradley Beal has been, like, hovering, waiting to go wild. Kyle Kuzma kills the Bulls every time for whatever reason. I don't know what's going on over there. But, again, Washington's a young, hungry team. And then even if you do win that, you have to play the winner of Miami and Atlanta. Tough sledding there if you're the Chicago Bulls. So, you know what? That's it. After last night's game where you saw Zach Levine kind of steal my heart and just step on it and rip on it, rip it, missing free throws, not being able to put together a victory. Bulls don't deserve to be in the playoffs. That's it. That's it. I have spoken. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez, 670 the score. On the other side, we're going to go ahead and end your Friday on a high note. Twitter time. What's been happening in pop culture and in sports that you missed? We'll laugh about it on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. This is Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. Got about 15 minutes left before we wrap this thing up. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me on a Friday night. Hopefully Friday night gets better. <laughs> That's I'll tell you right now. Um, my weekend's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on staycations. Staycations is my jam. Have, if you guys have never downloaded the app Hotel Tonight, you ever heard of that one, Studs? Hotel Tonight? Never heard of it, no. So I was riding in, in Miami one time. I, I went down to Tampa, then we... Went to Miami for a little bit, and my guy, Jay Nice, we were riding down there together, and he's like, I'm like, dude, we don't even got a hotel yet. And he's like, bruh, hotel tonight. This must have been like seven years ago. And he's like, hotel tonight. I don't I don't book hotels anymore. And I'm like, what? So then, ever since then, I, I downloaded the app, and then what it does essentially is like, 
it's like spot hero. It's like anything else. It gives you these low lower rates on hotel rooms day of. So imagine a hotel is rarely operating at 100% occupancy. And so what this app does is it takes these hotels and, you know, it says, like, I'll take this one and you weren't going to rent it out anyway and I'll put it on my app and I'll sell it for a little cheaper. So I used to go to London House right here on Wacker Drive, you know, with the rooftop and everything. That Dude, I would get day of hotels for like 90 bucks. That's crazy. And that hotel is like two something. But you'd get it for like 90 bucks. It's just day of stuff. So hotel tonight, do a ton of staycations. I love not having to clean up after anybody. That's always great. So tomorrow, I'm going to be doing one at like uh, one of those Comfort Suites hotels in Deerfield. Shout out to anybody that said the Comfort Suites in Deerfield. I'll be there. Um, but they're doing like uh, one of my little nephew's birthdays. So they're renting out a couple hotels and playing in the pools. So basically what I'm trying to tell you is that's my weekend, studs. This is what happens when you get older and you have kids. Your weekends are now staycations in Deerfield. That's all right. I'm not doing anything this weekend either. Yeah. Well, I bet you. It's I mean, more, I don't have any plans. I bet you it's more fun than birthdays at birthdays at a hotel in Deerfield to go play in the pool. I don't think that's that bad. Because I'm. You, you, what happens is also when you're a dad, you know, going to, into the pool used to be fun. You know, you swam. You went down, you, you did a little bit, got maybe did a handstand in the water, you know, something like that. Did the kid in play, something like that. Now you're just a floaty. Now that you're a dad, all you are is a floaty. And so I'm, I'm anticipating this. I'm looking forward to my kids getting in the water. But I'm not looking forward to, like, Poppy carry me. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's going to be the worst. Anyway, so uh, hopefully you guys have a great weekend. Hopefully you guys are going to be doing some fun stuff. It sucks because no more football. You know, you got to kind of find ways to entertain yourself now. That is that is lame. That's what I'm it trying is. to say. That's, That's why I'm telling you my first lame weekend has started. Like I'm going to have a series of these. Sunday, I work, but like only for a little bit. Yeah, not, not it's, just, it's just kind me. of an open day now. <laughs> it's just like an open so, day. All right, well, all right, so Sunday's actually my birthday. Oh, really? So I'm still trying to figure Dude. out what I'm going to do. Turning 21 again? Yeah, 21. Yeah, no, I'll be 33. Really? Yeah. That shocks me. Okay. That's what everyone says. I don't you, know look, you look younger. Well, That's the way you. you carry yourself. I think that, that might have a lot to do with it as well, Studs. <laughs> um, but Sunday, dude, wait, let's talk about this for a second. We got, okay. we got time, bro. Turn time, we got a couple funny ones. But... So you're turning 33. Yeah. And like. Peanut Tillman year. What do you, I mean, what, what, Scotty Pitt, what, I mean, what do you, are you like going out with your friends on Saturday? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, uh, I, I don't know. I kind of. You're in a bottle drinking one. something? You're not psyched? So, no, no, I'm not. It's not that I'm not psyched. I just, I didn't really bother like hitting anyone up or seeing anything, you uh. know, like. So I shot a message out to some people today. I'm like, hey, if anyone wants to do anything. Okay, here's the other thing, like. I usually work on Saturdays, and I randomly ended up with this Saturday off, mm. and I took Sunday off. So, I a rare I, Saturday I just, I, Sunday. Yeah, I rarely I rarely have both days off. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So I, I know, recommend. I'll, here's what I recommend. I'll do something tomorrow. I don't yeah, know what yeah. I think I think I'm I'm a big fan of doing whatever you want on your birthday, and I think your birthday starts Saturday with some day drinking. Oh, that's happening. Like it's, no, don't worry. Ten, wrong. eleven a.m. Well, there's gonna be drinking like all weekend. Okay, I like that then. What I usually so I'm my for this. my birthday <laughs> tradition since I think my twenty eighth birthday that sounds right I I I it was a similar situation where I ended up with my birthday off and I didn't really anticipate I didn't take it off that year yeah. I just like the the place I was working at like the Friday before or the week before was like oh your birthday's next Monday he's, he's like take the day off I'm like all right cool I'm, I'm not gonna tell you no sure and so I had the day off and I didn't really expect it and I just. 
I woke up that morning. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get the materials for White Russians, and I'm going to watch The Simpsons all day. Okay. And it was the best birthday I'd had since like my 21st birthday. I'm Top like tier. this I'm like this was amazing. <laughs> yeah. like, it was like the okay. so I do that I do that every year now. I love that. It's all about making yourself happy on your birthday. So, happy birthday, man. Well, thank you. I'm excited for that. Make sure you guys go follow studs cuz I always like that on my birthdays too. A couple extra follows, you know. Oh, Just thank pour you. yourself out. <laughs> that Tristan studs on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Uh we got about 5 minutes left on the way to end it the way that I know how. Twitter time, baby. Let's go. Well, what do you know? I got an admirer. You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. All those idiots on Twitter. It's Twitter time with Gabe Ramirez. I only want to know one thing. Can you cuss on Twitter? I give a rat's ass about Twitter. To be brutally honest, I'm not a Twitter guy. Let's scroll through some tweets. Chirp, chirp. All right, first up from Daniel Greenberg. From Shy Sport Update says ESPN will no longer televise the Chicago Bulls game against the Brooklyn Nets February 24th. So it's supposed to be a nationally televised game. Now it's just going back to being a regular game starting at 7 o'clock. So make sure you adjust accordingly. Uh, it'll be here on 670 to score. But that's how much the Bulls suck. That they no longer, I mean, like, think about the place that you're in that the Bulls suck so much they no longer want them on national television. Chirp, chirp. Sad place to be. From Mike Garofalo on Twitter said the Jets are bringing in free agent quarterback Derek Carr for a visit this weekend. Sources say it'll be. The second meeting with a team for Carr who visited the Saints prior to his release by the Raiders. Carr is in the process of evaluating all options now that he's a free agent. Jets? Sounds about it. Dysfunctional quarterback? Dysfunctional team? Match made in heaven? Chirp, chirp. Uh, This from WGN Morning News. says Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th Ward appeared on national television to talk about the homelessness issue at O'Hare International Airport, which he alleges Mayor Lightfoot is ignoring. And then so it's like these pictures of basically homeless people staying at the airport and Mayor Lifa comes out and says those are old pictures. <laughs> Is there an issue? Are, or, are, or are they? You, I mean... Are you telling me... <laughs> like, wait. Like, I, that, that's how that's how men lose arguments to their wives. It's like, you bring up a good point and they're like, oh, but those pictures are old. I'm like, wait, but is it homelessness at the airport still? But, or did you just but, spin but, me? Because that's... But like, is it st- wait, 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 wait. You didn't answer my question. <laughs> Are the homeless still there? That's my point. That's I don't care if those pictures were taken a month ago. So Are they still there? I'm so confused. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. This from Casey Smith on Twitter. It says, as somebody who uses tampons, I hate that we live in a world where Tiger has to apologize for a harmless tampon joke. If you're actually offended, heed the words of Sergeant Hoka and lighten up, Francis. There's much bigger stuff to care about. Now... There were people up in arms over this, and I get it. My wife's a feminist. I understand, and I want to validate the feelings of the people that felt a certain type of way because he used a tampon when other people don't have access to those kinds of things. With that being said, come on, bro. Like, he's literally joking. Like, I get it. Like, I get I'm validating your side, but let's call it what it really was, and it was a joke. He was not trying to insult or offend anyone. So uh, that's a tough position to be in for Tiger. He had to apologize and everything. I felt bad for him. Chirp, uh, chirp. That one's crazy. Uh, this from NBA Central on Twitter says, the NBA is looking to avoid a last-picked situation in the NBA All-Star Draft this year. Per TNT, All-Star captains will now pick reserve players first. Then they're going to pick the starters right after that. But the one that obviously, you know, Captain Obvious is saying, well, you're still going to know who the last player picked is, right? And then, so what are you going to do? You're going to just... The top voted 10 are the ones that you're picking from. I guess you could do that. But, dude, talk about soft. Yeah, that's soft. I mean, come on. It's the all-star game. It's not like these guys suck. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're at a playground. Like, you're talking about the best 
whatever many players it is in the NBA, like, I don't think anyone should feel bad about getting picked last. And, you know, if anything, those guys probably use that kind of thing. It's like, who cares, number one? It's just, it's just right. a stupid all-star game. But number two, like, they probably use that as a little motivation. It's right. like, oh, okay, you're going to pick me last. I'm going to win the MVP go now. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, James Harden was picked last. And then, he, you know, he felt a certain type of way because nobody wanted him on the team. But whatever. Uh, all right, last one. Here we go. Uh, chirp, chirp. This from IGN. Zach Galifianakis is reportedly set to star on a live-action remake of Lilo and Stitch. Though his role still hasn't been confirmed. He I'm seems down like for that. you're out, you said? I'm down for that. Oh, down for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he should be in there. All right. There goes your Twitter time, ladies and gentlemen. Hit me with my wrap-up music. Uh, wanna thank Russell Dorsey for hanging out with me today. I thought that was absolutely fantastic stuff. Love when guys can be themselves here on the radio. Uh do have to shout out that Destiny's Child album came out 25 years ago today as well. So if you are that old, yes, you are that old. Um, let's see what else. After this, Bet MGM tonight. Next time you hear me on the radio, Monday, 6 o'clock. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, shout out to Adam Studzinski holding down producer duties this Friday evening. Hopefully you enjoy your 21st birthday, young man. Hell yeah. I got you. All right. I can't party like I was 21 anymore. I think I might Dude, die. I have three beers Tuesday and I had a headache. So, um, All right. Mi gente, my people. Hasta la próxima. Until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. That's it. You people have stood in my way long enough. I'm going to clown college. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.